Welcome to Take Another Look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo with a genuine conversation about what's missing from the human connection. Let's join Melanie and Gerda now. Good day and welcome to another episode of Take Another Look podcast. I'm your host, Melanie Tadio Malo, and I'm joined by my wonderful, amazing, incredible co-host, Gerda Felix. Hey, Gerda, how you doing? I am well, Melanie. How are you? I am so good. You know what? I love when the good weather starts to come to be, you know, the change in the seasons. You get to change the closets, all that fun stuff. I just always am in such a good mood. The sun is shining all as well. So, mm-hmm. Gerda, we're here to have a conversation like we always do. Sometimes we talk about some uncomfortable conversations. Other times we talk about things that we love. And today is one of the thing, days we're going to talk about something I love. I know you love it too. And that's mentorship. Mm. Yes. Mentorship is many different things, people say. And I'll just start off by using a quote. Bob Proctor once said, a mentor is someone who sees more talent and ability within you than you see within yourself, and they help bring it out of you. This sums up what mentorship is, because I think we all have talents and abilities, and we don't always see them, but there's always going to be somebody that sees it in us, and they'll help bring it out. And when you think about it, we've had mentors all our life as children, our parents, our older siblings, teachers, people in the community. And then of course, when we get older at work, well, for us at Toastmasters and in a lot of different areas. What does mentorship mean to you, Gerda? Mentorship means exactly what Bob Proctor said. Because for me, as I mentor others, I get to see their potential. I get to see what is within them that they are not even conscious of yet. So that's why I totally agree with what Bob Proctor said. What about you? Oh, I I think it's amazing. For me, I really wasn't aware of what mentorship was until I joined Toastmasters. I knew, obviously, I was being guided and encouraged and people sharing their experience with me as a child and in different areas at work, things like that, people take you under their wing, but I didn't know the title of it, mentorship. So yes, a mentor is somebody that is going to help share their personal experiences, knowledge and expertise on what they've already experienced to help guide you around a new learning, whether it's that new job at Toastmasters, the rules, how to deliver speech pathways, whatever it might be. But what I love about mentorship is, yes, you're learning from somebody else's experience, but they also give you some really amazing feedback in a supportive environment. Not like, you did this wrong. More like, I really like how you did this. Perhaps you may want to consider this next time. For me, this opened my eyes to the opportunities that I could learn and grow from as a protege or a mentee. And then also what I could contribute as a mentor to others. Now for you, Gerda, what was your first experience with mentorship? 
I've had many. I can say I've had many, but I'll always remember this beautiful girl <laughs> when I worked at Burger King. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I've told that story before. But the reason that I call myself the mentor, although I don't think we use that term back then, it's because I was invested in her success. Mm. I was, I wanted to see her do well. And because of that, I was there with her, encouraging her, teaching her, mentoring her to do what I knew, what I saw in her and to do for her to do what I know that she was capable of doing. So I was invested and it was a joy, a pleasure, a delight to see that, you know, when she was able to do what I knew, how even herself, how she blossomed. That's even what it is for me. It's and amazing, you? isn't it? Yes, no, for sure. And I think looking back, reflecting, yes, we had been protégés all our lives as children. And as we learned something new anyway, because it's something new. But that person, that mentor in our lives, if they weren't invested like you were, they wouldn't care. They wouldn't give the same feedback and it wouldn't go anywhere. So it's almost like this mutual beneficial agreement between a mentor and a protege. I'm going to help you grow and you're going to learn and do your amazing things, accomplish your goals. And it's like this cycle that's continuous. So once you're a protege or a mentee, you work with a mentor, you learn, you grow, and then you give back. And that's what I love about mentorship. It's ongoing. Yes, and it's also building a relationship mm -hmm. because, you know, as I, I am, as I am mentoring, I am also, <laughs> I'm also making sure that the way I mentor is the best way for the person that I am mentoring yes. because I could have a way that works with one person and not necessarily with another, but if I am not what's the word I'm looking for, flexible enough to adapt yeah. to the people that I am mentoring, I might cause more, more harm than good. So that's why I think it is important. It's not only the person who's receiving, it's also me who is giving. I am also learning from this person. Mm -hmm. It makes my life even richer. What, what do you think about that? Oh, that reminds me of my first mentor at Toastmasters. Mm -hmm. So, okay, we know at Toastmasters, a mentor is going to help you learn the roles of the meeting about doing your first couple of speeches, how to deliver, give you some feedback and go from there. Well, from him, he was great at being a mentor for so many people. And he was great with me as well, but he really had to learn to think outside the box because now I'm coming in, I'm blind. How do you help me? So he said, wow, this is tough because he had to really think about it. He said, okay, this is what we are going to do. And he'd tell me, and I could understand what I had to do, but he would give me a script mm. for the rules. Mm -hmm. I can't see it. Oh. Mm -hmm. So literally we, we brainstormed. We, he said, okay, well, how can I best support you? And that, you know me, that's my favorite saying. I said, well, you know, let me try to enlarge this and I'll try it that way. But can we do some practice and maybe 
we'll have to record it. We would try all these different methods. And it was, he was willing to go that extra mile. And he said it was one of the most exciting experiences for him to learn to be adaptable and flexible, like you just said, to think outside the box and be creative. And what we created was something that not only did I benefit from, but other members in the club later on would benefit because we had had that practice of being flexible and accommodating. It was incredible. So that's what reminded me when you just said that, because you can't have a cookie cutter way to do it for everybody because they're not the same person. Exactly. Exactly. And do you feel that the word mentor nowadays, do you feel that it's being thrown everywhere? It is. It really is. Because, you know, again, it's interesting because I went to a private school and it was called Mentor College. Okay. Oh. And back then I thought, hmm, that's kind of cool. Yeah, we all have mentors. And I actually had a teacher that was my mentor. I wanted to be like her. She was art. She was an artist and I wanted to be an artist. And she was my mentor. She helped guide me on my journey to becoming an art student. And it really fit that. So my mindset, that was the mentor. Then at Toastmasters mentor. But now I'm hearing it more and more just everywhere. Oh, find a mentor, use a mentor. So it's, I'm not sure if it's just the common buzzword. How about you? Well, you know, it's like, I, I feel that it needs to be, which they do at Toastmasters, because you know, at Toastmasters, it's very clearly defined what a mentor is versus what a coach is <laughs> versus, you know, like it's very defined. But I think in general, I don't know if that word is defined everywhere. And so that's why I was wondering if you felt like, you know, it's being thrown everywhere because I don't know if it's really defined, you know, everywhere else in the world. And I agree. I think you're absolutely right because it, as I mentioned, like, Growing up, I had this idea of a mentor is somebody you look up to, a role model. But at Toastmasters, it's very clearly defined. And so my mind about what mentors are is very different. Mm -hmm. So when you hear the word mentor, if it doesn't come with a clear outline of what it is, people have different expectations. I know just recently I took on a new member at Toastmasters to mentor, and they expected me to coach them, to train them, to do all these different things. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is what a mentor does. Because I think when we start to cloud it, the expectations become mm -hmm. unrealistic. Mm -hmm. And then nobody is really benefiting. Exactly. Exactly. Because <laughs> to me, a mentor is definitely someone, as I mentioned, you know, who they have your best at heart. Mm -hmm. But it's not a, it's a collaboration. Yes. It's not that. I am there and I will give you and I am saving you. This is not that part. It's that we are learning from each other mm -hmm. and I will share with you what I know. And you tell me if that works for you because you have the opportunity to tell me. As, a, as your mentor, you have the opportunity. And I believe that a mentor should, I don't like should, but a mentor is to be open mm -hmm. to receive feedback from their mentee. So important because it's not about what you think is right. It's about that partnership you've created to help one another. And, you know, it's interesting because even if it's one-on-one -on -one mentorship 
or a group members mentorship, peer mentorship, whatever type of mentorship it is, it has to be give and take. It can't be one-sided. It can't be, oh, I mentored that person. Look how great they're doing. They they place whatever place in the contest. Oh no, it has to be, wow, you've come so far with what you've learned. And now I can be proud knowing that how we work together benefited you. Mm -hmm. Big Absolutely. difference, isn't it? Yes, yes. Because, <laughs> you know, again, for me, it's, I like collaboration and you know that I am the type who prefer to have a collaborative partnership instead of being someone who's telling others what to do or having people tell me what to do because that mm -hmm. never works. So a lot of times I ask questions so that I understand. I understand what exactly this person wants and what do they want to achieve in order for me to know whether or not I am the right person for them. Will we be a right fit? Yes. And this is it. You have, it's almost like an interview process because yeah. you need to find the right mentor because I know that there are so many situations that are there. And I think what was really great about being introduced to mentorship groups is you get to sample and get feedback from a bunch of different people. So it's not just the group leader, it's everybody there. So it becomes this beautiful melody of perspectives. Mm -hmm. Because again, there's no right and wrong, this and that. Everybody brings a different lived experience to the table for you to consider. And again, it's all just opportunities about this is how I did it. Doesn't mean it's the way you're going to do it, because I know, Gary, you and I have a lot of similarities, but we also approach things differently too. Yes. And, and from that, I learned from you. Yes. I learned from you for that reason, because we, yes, we have similarities, but because we have different things that are not the same, I learned from you and I aspire to be like you. Because and, it's, and it's, it's mutually the same because right? I would, it's amazing because if we all were the same, how boring would life be, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so there's going to be elements we take from people. I know definitely when I was doing my DTM, I came to you, yeah, what do I do? Because I'd never been there, but you had done it. And you could share your experience with me and your expertise and what worked, what didn't, things to watch out for. And then you helped guide me on that. And that's what a mentor is. When we started the podcast, you're like, okay, Melanie, I know nothing about this. <laughs> I know. Right. So yeah. and then we learn together. Yes. And, you know, the one thing I also want to say is that the mentee needs to be open mm -hmm. and be open to say, mm, I don't understand or I don't agree or that will not work for me. Yes. You need to be open because that's the only way that we could have this relationship. Yes. Because if I were to pretend when we're pretending, if I were to pretend that I know something about podcasts <laughs> and come to you as if I know, and then the first day we come and you would have the shock of your life. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, I think when we're honest with people, we're vulnerable, but we're also then free to make mistakes, to learn, to ask questions without any judgment. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I think that exactly. is so important. So you're right. So there's responsibilities as mentors and for mentees or protege, whatever term we want to use, 
but even in just collaboration where maybe it's not so defined you're my mentor you're my mentee no it's just a collaboration it's still mentorship really mm -hmm. think about yes it. yes because we all have something to learn from someone else mm -hmm. and when we are open to that what a beautiful thing you know, even yesterday, as I was listening to that podcast, the person said, you know, my wife and I, when we when we disagree and when we argue, I might say something like this. You know, I am mad at you right now. I love you, but I am mad at you right now. And both of them, actually, both men were saying it is important for us to say that because especially when we are disagreeing about something we still know that this person is not coming at us to make us suffer, but they are together. We are going to come to a solution. And I think that's the beautiful way to partner with someone. Yes. Because, because it's not about, you know, I'm better and you're worse or you, I'm worse. Or you're no, and that's exactly it. And you did this wrong. And yes, exactly. Yeah. It's not about that. It's about... I am growing as much as you are mm -hmm. in this relationship and whatever the relationship is. And we are together to hold each other accountable. Mm -hmm. Okay. In this beautiful collaboration that we have together. It's true. So Gerda, when you have been a mentee or protege or even as a mentor, when is it come to an end that that connection that partnership uh, between a mentor and mentee how do you know it, it's time for another journey hmm. it's a good question there are people that have considered especially in toastmasters there are people that have considered my mentors since i joined toastmasters without them knowing that i was that they were my mentor <laughs> In a way, you know, it's yeah. funny because I said that to Karen. Karen has always been, I've always considered her as one of my mentors. Right. Dorothy is another one. Because mm -hmm. I learned so much from those people mm -hmm. simply by who they are. Okay. Because I find that they, the way they are, the way they carry themselves, the way they present themselves, themselves is something for me to aspire to. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've had mentors who have become very close friends. Yeah. Okay, that's another. And I've also had mentors who knew that once who we both knew when the assignment was over, then we were not going to go anywhere. Exactly. And that's the thing. There's some that are very specific and timeline. Okay, like Toastmasters, it's the beginning. First four speeches mm -hmm. or for the next six months, it's very defined, but you're right. There's lifelong mentorship and you don't have to actually do anything different than just being yourself. Mm -hmm. There's no scheduled meetings. You're going to meet once a week. It's just, you're still learning and growing from that interaction with those people. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. Yes. And what about you? Can you give us an example of when that yeah. has happened? For me, I think, again, what I've noticed, especially just in Toastmasters journey is that when I was protege with my first mentor, Paul, I learned just so much and it was through the competent communication manual. And then the, the partnership evolved, we became peer mentors. So give each other feedback. And then 
as I started to take on leadership roles, I looked to other people for mentorship. Not that he wasn't, he helped me out at the beginning, but I still wanted to develop further. So I needed to, to reflect and interact with another mentor for how to be a better president or how to coach a club. I was asking you questions. I was asking, and there's so many different people I started connecting with because I knew nothing I needed to learn. And then again, that DTM, I talked to a lot of DTMs, but although that was very specific for what I needed to learn in those moments, it doesn't mean the mentorship doesn't continue for different elements and because I'm continuously learning. And that's the one thing I think with mentorship I discovered about myself is it doesn't matter how seasoned of an experienced person you are, whether in your field of work or as a Toastmaster, you always need a mentor because that's how you grow and you learn and you expand. It may not have to be formal. It may not have to be written on paper. Okay, these from this time to this time I'm going to meet. But otherwise, we stay the same way. Mm -hmm. How about mm -hmm. you? Yes, because you need somebody to challenge you. Yes. You know, you need somebody to challenge you to move forward, mm -hmm. to grow. Because if you don't have that, it would be very easy to stay where we are. And, and perhaps not even feel, feel that we've accomplished something, but we've become very complacent in where we are. And, we, and it's okay. We're just coasting. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like you get a DTM, you kind of just go, eh, Because <laughs> <It's like, laughs> so much work. And then, yes. Now, you take a break. <laughs> it's true. But then yeah. you stay there. Yeah. So yeah. that's why it's important. It's important to have someone to someone to challenge you someone to they are going to they are going to encourage you empower you to be better because if you're not moving then you're not growing mm -hmm. it's so true Gerda we've talked about mentors but what about as mentees or proteges what are, what are the responsibilities do we expect the mentor to do all the work? What do we have to do as mentees or protégés? I believe that there needs to be an initial meeting, conversation, something from the mentor to the mentee so that from the start, I as the mentee feel at ease to approach you. Uh, for example, <laughs> the first mentor I had when I joined Toastmasters. When I joined Toastmasters, the first mentor I had, one day before my speech, she sent me a text to say, I know that you have a speech tomorrow. Let me know if you have any questions. <laughs> oh gosh, wow. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I didn't reach out. Mm -hmm. Why didn't I reach out? Because at that time I was more focused focus on my speech that I was going to present tomorrow than calling somebody to ask them questions that I did not even know that I have, I may have. That's and true. that's why I, I believe it is important from the mentor, once they know who's going to be their mentee, that they reach out to determine how this collaboration will be. And you know, that's beautiful. I always do an initial call to find out what is it they're looking for? How can I best support them? And 
I'll share a little bit about my background, then talk to them about what they're comfortable, what they're looking for. Is it weekly? Is it once a month? Because if you don't understand that as a mentor, how can you guide? Exactly. But having that initial conversation, but then after that initial conversation and a plan is set in place, I really strongly feel the mentee has to step up and take accountability as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because now that you know, now that you we have come to an agreement, because I wasn't the one to say, you know, this is what we are going to do. You agreed. Okay. Yeah, so exactly. now that we've come to this agreement, yes, you need to step up. You need to, you need to, you know, initiate because. Again, as a mentee, it is my responsibility to take care of my growth. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I agree 100%, but I find that they're, a, lot of, a lot of people are expecting the mentor to say, okay, I'm checking in. And that doesn't help the mentee in their growth at all. I, I know for a fact that I've had people say, okay, I'm going to meet weekly and I'll set up a, a Zoom meeting or a time and I expect them to come and then I'll go and they're not there. And it's just like, really? I'm not chasing you. If you want help and you want to grow, you need to step up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I think people get excited about the concept and they think mm -hmm. that the mentor is going to do the work for them and they're going to be great. But that's really not mm -hmm. what leadership is about. Yeah. I think the <laughs> the idea of thinking that somebody will do everything for you and exactly. you will become yeah. great. <laughs> I, you know, as I'm saying that, I'm thinking, okay, of Ken and Barbie. You know, when we played with our yeah. dolls, yeah. we did everything for them and they were great. Fantasy <laughs> <laughs> world, wasn't it? <laughs> but that's not real life. Real life, you have to be engaged. You have to, you know, it, it, I always say life is like playing chess. Mm -hmm. Once I make my move, I cannot make another move. You have to move something for me to come after to make another. If, and that's why chess takes a long time. You know, I, I've, I was married to a chess player, uh, a chess master. So one game can take a good three hours. Yeah. Why? Because until the person who has to make his move made the move, the other person cannot do anything. Yeah, see, and this is exactly it. So then you just get these connections that unfortunately dissolve because one or both parties aren't keeping their end of the bargain. Mm -hmm. I, I laugh at some of my students because I, you know, I always say to them, I'm gonna give you the tools you need to be successful. I can guide you. I can share with you my knowledge as a mentor. I can teach you the lessons, but then it's up to you. I give them a lot of opportunities to ask questions, to do different things. I'll support their learning, whatever. But then they wonder why, well, but miss, why don't I don't have a job? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, what, what, what do I do with the doing? tools I gave you? <laughs> so it's what interesting have been doing yeah and that's yeah. when you know we recognize the fear because there's and a fear yes. that's stopping you know them to do something but mm -hmm. the fear that we experience no one can remove it from us for us we have to be the one to remove it for mm -hmm. ourselves and this is it so i think again 
both mentor and mentee have to understand completely their roles and responsibilities before they even have this connection, because otherwise it goes nowhere. I have a question for you, Melanie. Yes, go for it. Okay. If you have, if you had to choose a mentor, and I'm talking about the world in general, so whoever in the world that you know of, you've heard of, if you had to choose a mentor, who would that be and why? Okay. And again, people are going to think, oh, it's just because this person's famous. But honestly, Oprah. And I'll tell you why. She started off, and because we've, you know, both in, in, starting with broadcasting, but she took something that she had a talent for and she took it to that next level with the Oprah Winfrey show. Then she took it to the next level with the network and she's continuously growing and doing the philanthropy. She's doing all these things that she's passionate about. She's continuously learning and she takes her time. She doesn't rush. And I would love to be mentored by somebody like Oprah so that I could do exactly that because it takes a lot of vision to be able to see what's possible. And she does Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I love it. What about you? Oof, I don't know if I could only choose one person. I know, right? There's so many different areas of our lives that we'd want to do. So I'm going to cheat, okay? I'm going to cheat and I'll say I would definitely choose Ianla. Okay. And I would choose Simon Sinek. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Ianla, it's because I feel like my life is so like her. Okay. And because she's, she's, she's learned what she needed to learn from the lessons that she's had. And I think she would be a great coach for me because mm -hmm. I find our lives are so similar. Okay. okay. So that's one. And, and, and we... As a coach myself, I, I feel like I have similar ways of coaching as Yana. I became a coach because of Yana Benzen. Mm -hmm. You know, I saw her doing her magic live and I was like, I can do this. <laughs> That's how I became a coach. Simon Sinek, because for me, he embodies emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. And I think it's something in this world that we need more of. And I've heard him speak many times and I'm always in awe. And I would be, I would really love to be mentored by him. So those are the two people I would say. Okay. And you know, it's interesting, right? Because you had your coaching side, you had your emotional intelligence side, which is the human, it, it, there's so many areas. I think we could have a mentor for every element of our life, right? And that's a good thing because we should have multiple mentors. We shouldn't just depend on one person because there's only mm -hmm. one perspective. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So how do we find these mentors? How do we identify what it is we need mentors for? <laughs> you know what my first answer will be? Mm -hmm. <laughs> know thyself. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going there. <laughs> yeah. You have to know yourself first because you have to know yourself to know who you can be. You can accept as a leader. You know, like for me, as I say, I need a leader who is going to be emotionally intelligent. They can 
I'll use the word chastise without, without me feeling that I've been chastised. Okay, and that's what for me, I believe emotional intelligence is. It's like when someone does something wrong, you don't need to call on their names and say, so-and-so, you have not pronounced this word properly. <laughs> okay, <laughs> say it in a way, the person is intelligent enough to understand that they've made a mistake mm -hmm. and they will correct it. So knowing myself, I know who I can have as a mentor mm -hmm. and who that won't work at all how great this person might be, I know it won't work because our energy is not the same. Yes, so, so true. Do you have anything that you would like to add in terms no. of that? For me, it's just a matter of making sure that your expectations of one another, whether mentor or mentee are realistic mm -hmm. because there's nothing worse than saying, well, you said you're gonna do this or you promised me this, none of that. And be clear in expectations and responsibilities at the onset, and then something beautiful will happen and emerge. And again, it doesn't have to be formal. It has to just flow. And that's when the best mentor-mentee relationships happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Final word, Gerda? Well, a mentor is a beautiful, beautiful person to have in your life. And... I also believe that there is something they're saying, iron sharpens iron. And I think that's what mentors do for us. And I'm gonna leave us with this quote by Maya Angelou. When you get, give, when you learn, teach. Mentorship is the gift that keeps on giving. So when you receive it and you benefit from it, it's your turn to give back. So please utilize this. And if you don't have a mentor, reach out, discover who that person may be in your life in whatever element and just embrace it. I, I love that quote, Gerda, don't you? Maya Angelou is I do. Jen. I do. Yes. Until next time, Gerda, how can people find us? Well, on YouTube. <laughs> okay. On YouTube. Your channel. <laughs> on Facebook. Absolutely. Uh, we also have a website, takeanotherlookpodcast.com. You can find us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. We also have a blog, although right now on our blog, Melanie has beaten a lot. <laughs> I, I, we have to get back, I have to get back to it. I have to get back to it. Gelda <laughs> is, I don't know, but Gelda has beaten perhaps once. <laughs> maybe twice but i will come back to it yes but please visit us yes and we want to hear from you please reach out to us let us know if you're interested in being guest do you want to have an uncomfortable uncomfortable conversation with us or if you have some comments or feedback we are open to it please we encourage you all to stay tuned like subscribe and connect we want to hear all about everything you're going through because no conversation is too uncomfortable for us, right, Gerda? Exactly. Because, you know, we are very respectful in the way that we have a conversation mm -hmm. and we have a discussion and we are open to hear your perspective. Until next time, take care. We'll see you then. Bye for now. <laughs>